Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Layla, down, out, down. You got chip, chip, baroo. Layla, down, out, down. I don't know the song. You don't know Layla? No. Eric Clapton, but Derek and the Dominoes, when mm. he was in Derek and the Dominoes. No? I didn't even know Der- Derek had Dominoes. D- Derek did have Dominoes. Uh, they might have fallen since then. <laughs> okay. Chip Chipperoo, everyone. Chip Chipperoo. We are back, as always, in season seven of Boz Burgers. Whoa, it just feels weird saying season seven it really does because we i still feel like we're just gonna like flew into it because that's how we do things you and i we don't take a breather no never never one time i made us go to the beach and sit for 10 minutes with pie but that was only one time that was lovely i know that was lovely she (laughs) skylar skylar took me to a beach sunset with some pie she had to like Tell me it was a surprise because she knew she'd never get me to commit to it otherwise. If I, if I said, hey, it's a Thursday night. Do you want to go to the beach and eat pie with me? Max would be like, I just want to stay home and watch TV. So I, I made it this big surprise. I was like, I have a surprise. Be ready at seven. And then earlier in the day, I was like snacking on like an ice cream sandwich. And she's like, uh, I'm not going to have any of that. I was like, when have you ever turned down a bite of my ice cream sandwich? <laughs> What's going on? Do we have some kind of sweet coming up? Hey, you guessed the whole freaking thing. And then it was also like cloudy that day and overcast, so there was no sunset really. It was lovely. I had a blast. I did and too. There... Feel free to trick me again. I will. Okay. <laughs> I just have to do a better job. Uh, anyway, to rewind a little bit. <laughs> I honestly like I'm I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to be in season seven with you, but I haven't gotten over glued. Where's my Bob? I'm with you. I don't think we let that sit for a, a long enough time. This like just we didn't such a sit as long as Bob was forced to sit in that episode. And that was a long time. Yeah. We need to kind of like glue ourselves to the beach and stare at the ocean for a bit. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Now I just picture like a 
uh, a ring around my tush mm-hmm. of glue and sand from the beach. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's awful. That is the kind of image everyone wants going into this podcast episode. We gave it to them. Biscuit is licking himself appropriately. But before we get into this episode, we have some new patrons to thank, and we have to burger pun their names. So excited. First up, we have Chelsea Schof. Chelsea, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. Uh, it was very easy name to burger pun if that is the correct pronunciation. I like how it was. You were like, I know what I'm going to do, so I'm just not going to ask them. I did ask. I did not get a response, so I apologize okay. if I okay. didn't. Okay, let's hear it. Chelsea Schof, moving forward, you'll be known as the Chell Seasoned Loaf Burger, a burger on an everything bun. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I think like everything that? should be everything. I agree. Like, I make tr- Trader Joe's everything seasoning. seasoning. Oh, you, so just, you put it on eggs. You put it on... Oatmeal. Oh, like, you could just put it on everything. Yeah. It's so good. Next up... We have Holly C. Holly C. Moving forward, you will be known as the Collie Brie Burger, topped with grilled cauliflower and brie cheese. Wow. Yum. Or maybe it's like the cauliflower is mashed into the burger. I don't know. I think cauliflower is just a lovely vegetable. I think when it's kind of like hidden into things, it's lovely. I don't want to like snack on it plain. Well, not well. If you dipped it into some ranch, no. Even so, it's yeah, something I agree about with it. you. It's not. It's it needs not to be fun. cooked. But yeah. like, remember when I made that like roasted cauliflower with hot honey? Yeah, that's delicious. And sure. like garlic. Yeah, I'm just getting very protective of cauliflower because it's not just to be hidden in food. It's a really good vegetable. I hear you, but at the same time, I feel like if you're gonna bite into like a raw vegetable, it's probably like the worst one. I besides, agree. like, obviously an onion, but at least an onion has, like, a specific flavor. flavor. Yeah. Cauliflower is kind of like, I don't even know how to, I don't want to say cardboard, because even cardboard has a flavor. It's, but like, do you, no flavor. Do you bite into potatoes raw? No. But you love them. Sure, yeah. So be fair to so, cauliflower. Okay, so maybe cauliflower should not be on, like, a uh, crudité. Yes. It, it's been improperly allocated. Yeah. This substituted with jicama because that is kind of like oh, plain, but it's got a little bit of jicama. sweetness to it. Yeah. Oh my God. The thoughts on vegetables we're having. I oh, love it. Thank, thank God for our uh, Patreon burger pun names and these new patrons. Thank you to the two of you. Thank um, you. If you'd like your name burger pun right here on the show, go subscribe to Patreon. You get that as well as all sorts of fun things like so many bonus episodes over there. Access to our Discord community with the loveliest group of people you will ever meet. Agreed. The warm welcome you receive when you first get in there is probably the best part of that community. It's like coming home. Yeah. Beware the peach monster. Beware everyone the peach everyone monster. who belongs to our Discord community. It's an inside joke. They know what that means, but uh you'll see if you join and then go head on to, over to Discord. All right. What okay. have you got for me now? Let's play a little Bob Hunter Max pun. Let's do it. This week we are doing store next door puns. Yeehaw. Your first pun, Skylar, is Earth, Wind, and Tires. Bob's. Yes. Don't sound surprised. Eh, I am sometimes. Your next pun is House of the Rising Bun, Yeast and Other Baking Products. Max. Yes. 
You're So Vain Blood Donation Center. <laughs> Max. Yes. I'm like spiritually tapped into you right now. Your final pun is Britney Spears sports fishing gear. Max. Yes. Oh my gosh. Four for four. Oh my gosh. She went four <laughs> for four, happened. folks. Sound the alarms. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. That sounds like it's- a guinea pig. Francis. Francis. Oh, oh we Francis. miss you, Francis. We have some Francis product up in the store right now. Bob's, what is it? I'm Bob's, just, Bob's I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> Bobscredits.com slash shop. Limited time only for Halloween. Francis made the cut. Okay, let's, enough about Francis. I can't believe I just did that. You think like we do this every week and it's just really rare that I go four for four. Yeah. Do you want to celebrate tonight? Yes. With... Milkshakes. Oh, yes. Okay. We're okay. going to celebrate with milkshakes. Skylar. No, I'll let you take over here. Tell us. <laughs> Max is like waving his coffee around. I've, I've <laughs> like had like-, like a cup and a half and I'm like feeling it. And now I'm like just like waving it and just <laughs> spilling it everywhere. Okay. So I don't know if Max cut this or not, but I forgot to do a Skylar's sides. The fun fact before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. And I said to him, maybe I can pull something out of my butt. And it reminded me that I... Butt fact, butt fact. (laughs) I do have a butt fact. All right. So we spoke in our last episode about how Wendy Molyneux told you that you can flip a Frankenstein cookie cutter upside down to create a coochie copy cookie design. So I was trying to pull a cookie cutter for y'all so that you could do that this Halloween or whatever. And while I'm searching, I found cat butt cookie cutters. Like, like I'm convinced Gail made these. Like that they're, they're directly from the art crawl episode. I kid you not. Can we make cat butt cookies? This is what I'm saying. I, I have found the resources cookies. to make cat butt cookie it's so funny biscuit just like was so relaxed and the minute we started talking about cat butts he left the room i wonder i wonder why anyway so if for some reason gail is your favorite character or art crawl is your favorite episode that's that's where all the the butt paintings are from right yeah sure is i'll have max link to these cookie cutters in this in the episode notes in the episode notes get yourself some cat butt cookie cutters yeah what did you think about that max that was a great Skylar's sides, and I'm really (laughs) proud of you for pulling it out of your cat butt. Thank you. Should we get into the episode? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season seven, episode two, please? I'm going to do my best to deliver this as professionally as possible, but I went old school this week with handwriting instead of typing. Let's see how it goes. Is that your Tina Belcher notebook you're using? It is. Oh. I, I love this. I just, I love this notebook so much because you don't do this. Like in meetings, you don't just take notes. I take notes every day. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, that's our property of Tina Belcher notebook. Bobscredits.com slash shop. Lovely. I need a new one soon. All right. The title is See Me Now. 
When Teddy innocently invites the Belchers out on his boat, it turns out he's just trying to impress his ex-wife, Denise. It does not go well. Meanwhile, Tina tries to prove she's responsible enough to own a cell phone by promising she won't lose the eraser stand-in she brought with her. This episode came out on October 9th, 2016. It was written by Dan Feibel and directed by Chris Song. All righty. Teddy has an ex-wife. Yeah, we've heard about her before. Oh, we've heard about her before this episode? Yeah. Oh, you got to... Oh, I've got a fun fact if you want to hear. Okay. So, Teddy's ex-wife, Denise, she made an appearance, I think in a flashback, in Bed and Breakfast way back in season one, episode seven. And I think he's mentioned her every now and then in passing. In that episode, though, she had blonde hair. In this episode, she has brown hair. That doesn't mean she didn't change her hair. She just well, like, she's changed her whole life. She can certainly change her hair. Look, Tammy did the opposite. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Tammy mm-hmm. did the opposite. So she can do this too. Any guesses who voices Denise, by the way? We get just like one or two lines Absolutely from her. Absolutely no clue. John Roberts did the voice oh, of Denise. So okay. Our, our Linda Belcher, our Jocelyn. Wow. Yeah. I have a lot to say about Teddy, obviously. This is the Teddy-centric episode. But first... I want to just slightly dive into something Skylar and I just covered in our Patreon episode. We do fan theories over there. And if look, you got to subscribe to Patreon to go listen to this fan theory. But the Belchers left the restaurant unplanned to go <laughs> with Teddy to the yeah. beach, to go on the boat, and just in the middle of the day. They're like, as long as we're back by the lunch rush. Yeah, which who knows when that is. And they definitely weren't back based on this episode. But that ties into our most recent fan theory episode over on Patreon. So I urge you, if you, it's it's a really fun episode to go over there and listen to it because we talk all about a moment like that. Business and like, yeah. Yeah. Why there's not enough customers there. It's a really fun episode anyway. Right. But I just think it's funny that Teddy's like, come on the boat. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's go. And then obviously they have to like, Bob eventually gives in. But he's kind of like, we're trying to run a restaurant. I just think at this point, they need to know that if you're going to hang out with Teddy, it's probably going to be a few more hours than you expect. Yeah. And also, it's so funny because Teddy can come in and like disrupt their lives but if you disrupt Teddy's life and his routine, it's like a, the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. Which I relate to. Well, it's probably because as, as we know from this uh, going to the beach sunset story that we just told. <laughs> well, you know, Teddy's wife left him. He probably, like, he he's gripping on. He can't lose his burger of the day. He can't. That's probably why he goes to the same restaurant every single day. It gives stability. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you just brought up glued. Where's my Bob earlier and how we haven't like moved on from that. I, it feels to me like Teddy has not gone back to his therapist since he stormed out on glued. Where's my Bob? And he probably needs to go back just to kind of like, this was not a good up. plan. Yeah. This was not, I, I, f- I feel like he's been, maybe he's been making some progress over mm-hmm. with his um, feelings about his marriage and, and we his ex wife. And now he's just like, kind of gone full obsessive here. Yeah. And he probably should need to go back to see Dr. Marjorie soon. I kind of ship them, to be honest. That's highly inappropriate. Yeah, that's not okay. And highly unethical. Nope. But 
I think... You've been watching too much Sopranos. (laughs) I wish. I don't know. I just think... I don't know. People don't really listen to Teddy the way he should. And it's just nice to see her really intently listening to him. I would love a scene straight out of The Sopranos Uh of Tony and Dr. Melfi having a conversation. One of their great scenes. Yeah. But with Teddy and Dr. Marjorie. Oh, 100%. Shot by shot, done by the Boss Burgers (gasps) animators and with Teddy's voice and everything. I would love it. If we could animate, we would do it. Oh, and then we'd get hired, like Simon Chong got hired yeah. uh, to work on Boss Burgers. Yeah, we'd be so busy, we couldn't go get pie on the beach. Oh, man. Okay, should we take a step back and just talk about broad strokes of this episode? Did you like it? Where does it land for you in terms of the Bob's Burgers landscape? I'm still on such a... I have this show on such a pedestal coming off Mm -hmm. Glued Where's My Bob. And I don't think it's hit... It's reached that point for me yet in this season. No. Um, I liked I think maybe the next one it'll get there. Do you know what the next one is? It's our Halloween episode. Oh, well, shut the front door. Yeah, there you go. That's a good store next door name, by the way. Oh, my God. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So, last night when we were watching this again, first of all, Teddy has become one of my favorite characters. If you go back and listen to our first episodes, we're not huge Teddy fans. I would literally defend him with my life. I love him so much. Obviously, that's hyperbole. Because I would not die for a fictional cartoon character, but maybe, maybe I'm not. I'm not going to say I. I'm not going to say 100. percent I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Um. So I love Teddy. He's one of my favorite characters. But I go back to something that you've said a lot, which is you don't like when the central plot. Not that you don't like, but you don't like it as much when the central plot revolves around not one of the main Belcher characters. And I felt that here. I do want to say that. I don't, it, when I say that, I mean that with a brand new character that we kind of get just introduced to in that episode. So yeah. I don't mind it when it's like Teddy centric or it's uh-huh. like at this point, like Mickey centric or like. Well, I'm just adding that your theory, I've applied a little bit to my own taste, which is Teddy was just so front and center. I missed the Belchers mm-hmm. a lot, even yeah. though I thought. I did you like the B story better than the A story? Just like Tina with the yeah yeah, and it's 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 hard to say that when a B story is so connected to the A story, yeah. like it's just like, kind of so like a small. part a part of it. Yeah, I just thought, I did like that running joke though. And Tina, there's so many shots of her when she's not even like speaking or anything like that, and she's holding the eraser like a cell phone. She's like pretending to text on it. <laughs> she's holding. She's not just holding it like an eraser in her hand. She's treating it like a cell phone. Let's talk about that because we both have cell phone addiction problems. Yeah. Um. Serious ones. Did you like? the finale of this episode where there's a sunset and they've met this man. Is it his name? Nathan, Nathaniel, Nathaniel. And they're Nathaniel's giving him a ride back and there's a sunset. And Tina's like, I don't want a cell phone, dad. Like I, I spent the whole day looking at it. Did you like this kind of big epiphany she had? Absolutely. And I love seeing a 14 year old real, like realize that. It just it makes me so happy and hits, hit real hard. Yeah, and you're like, oof, oh, I need to put my phone down and yeah. Tina's and right. Go look at sunsets and eat pie. Yes, more. I also love Tina's line where she's like, "You should probably read more, Dad." Like it's just, 
I can so see a kid saying that to their parents. It is just like would be the most annoying comment, but probably true. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that that kind of like I call it quote unquote B story. Maybe even just a runner. Mm-hmm. The main story, the A story, is just goes all over the place for me. It's so crazy that we start at the restaurant, we get into Teddy's boat, we go to Denise's restaurant on some like uh, island of itself, and then we go over because the boat is sinking. Go to this other island, which is uh, what's the, what's the island called again? I don't remember, but it's populated with the most beautiful longhorns I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> yeah, and we find out that it's. Owned, it was owned or bought by Mr. Caffrey from the Caffrey Taffy Company, whose like lore has been over this series since the first season. Yes. Like we've seen for the very first episode, his his body is in the casket that it ro- ends up rolling down the street. Yeah. Oh my word. And then obviously we have that whole Goonies style yeah, episode of the Belchies. That's where I recognized his name from. But now we have this whole, like, he's bought an island, and he built this house, and he brought these longhorns there, and now just the longhorns are running free while this man, Nathaniel, just kind of, like, caretakes for this house and these longhorns, and it's... How'd you feel about this, like, epiphany where Bob's like, Teddy, you're like Nathaniel. Like, you can't give up your life just because this woman doesn't want you. Like, how did you feel about that being, like, the end of the episode? I did like the parallels. Mm -hmm. I did like, this is, like, how extreme it can get, Teddy, if you get this obsessive. And I like, Bob rarely gets, like, into relationship chit-chats or helping out in that kind of way. That's totally Linda's department getting way too invested. So I like that Bob is like, oh my gosh, I can make this a teachable moment for Teddy. And it goes right over his head. I I liked seeing that side of Bob. Like, I'm going to help you, friend. Yeah. And also, I like how they, you know, they get split up by the Longhorns. Yes. And during their time apart, Linda (laughs) has convinced Teddy that he's going to get Denise back. Based yes, on like some role playing role that they've done. And then when they all meet up again, Teddy's like, great news. Denise and I are getting back together. And Bob's like, what? <laughs> I loved you for five minutes. Yeah. And, and uh, Linda's like, oh, that might have been my fault. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. I do like that on this island, because you can't have Mr. Caffrey because he's passed away, there is still like a lonely old man living there to kind of like make, bring the point. They still, yes. you know, substituted, uh, a man being all alone with all this stuff that he did for this woman and live for yourself, folks. Nathaniel, by the way, voiced by Sam Sater, who does Hugo and who does Harold Cranwinkle. No way. Yeah. So we know he's good at old men voices. Okay. He has a, a genre. I'll tell you a couple funny moments that were my favorite. I loved when Teddy went into the restaurant and was so insecure that they would not actually come that he kept being like, well, just, you know, let me know when you can and it's okay if you can't come. And they're like, Teddy, we, no, we're confirming now. He's like, 
take your time. Just let me know. I liked that a lot. Um, I also found the charcuterie line, like, oh, the fruit salad, as they were, like, going in front of Denise again and again. And Linda's committed. That I, I really appreciated Linda in this episode. Like, it's just a freaking disaster, but she's still over there, like, the fruit salad. Yeah, they crash into the pier, <laughs> and then it's like, she's like, oh, the fruit salad holding up grapes. Yeah, she's just the best. She's yeah. really supportive. I do love how excited Jean gets immediately once the charcuterie is presented to them when they get yep. on Teddy's boat. Yep. Did you get any, and this is a Skylar and Max tangent we're going to go on. Oh. We just recently watched a 1989 thriller movie that took place on the water. <gasps> we did. Did you get any dead calm vibes from like the boats and the burning boat? And No, but now that you say it, absolutely. I'm just bringing that up because I want more people to watch dead calm <laughs> Because I was pleasantly surprised by it. It's a lot of fun. It was wonderful. A young Nicole Kidman. Oh my uh, god, she looks like a baby. Sam Neill from Jurassic Park and the most recent Jurassic World. Billy Zane from Titanic. Go watch it. I just think it's really inventive because it does take place only on the ocean. And they get that plot and they do twists and turns. It's and- fun. It's really fun. I just got some, because we just watched that, I got some dead calm vibes from being on the water. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into the end credits here? No, I'm ready. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. 
And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, so the last moment is they're on Nathaniel's boat. They're dragging Teddy's boat behind it. Teddy has now shot a flare at it and lit it on fire. Which I loved. Yeah. I loved that moment. Without thinking, because they are, all their stuff is on the boat. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of our wallets and stuff are on there. Oh, yeah? Oh, so uh, a fresh start for all of us then, huh? Uh, oh, guess the steering wheel from my truck's on there, too. Can I get a ride home with you guys? Oh, God. Uh, the way home's mostly straight, I'll probably make it. Somewhere beyond the sea. Somewhere waiting for me. Skylar, what happened there? What happened? What the? We see this beautiful. These. By the way, I love this. The animation of them. I was just about to say, no one does animated sunsets like Bob's Burgers. I love it. They're driving off in the boat into the sunset, and then there's like a long shot of them pulling away from the burning boats, and it explodes. It's, I love it. It's great. But what happens right after that, as we get into these end credits, we heard Teddy's beautiful voice here. Yes. We see Teddy with his same outfit on because we should have mentioned that Teddy is not in his normal animated uniform. He has dressed up for Denise with a hat because she told him the back of his head looks like a butt and a like a Dwight Schrute colored no not quite this is this is a uh a sunshine yellow polo he's wearing yeah and there's a close up of him very very close up but we we can tell that the camera's already zooming out from the very beginning and we're getting more and more and more of Teddy yeah, and Teddy Teddy's um in color mm-hmm. and in the background as usual is in black and white yes and then what do we what else do we see max well, we hear him singing Beyond the Sea, fantastic song, I think made popular in English by Bobby Darin, but it was originally a song, uh, it was a French song called La Mer. Oh. You say it, you say it, I'm not good at French. You said it great. La Mer. La Mer. By Charles Trenet, or Trenet, Trenet. Is that how you'd say it in French? The contortions your face are making right now are so wonderful. And you don't mention the cigarette I'm holding, though. <laughs> Originally, La Mer was an ode to the sea, but the English one was kind of like made to be more of a love song. Oh, Americans. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. So the camera starts to pan out, and we see kind of like little waves, but like theater yeah, constructed like a waves. Show. Yeah. They're clearly made out of cardboard and colored paper yeah and it's continuing to zoom out as teddy is singing this song we have a spotlight around teddy we have clouds drawn and like a pencil or marker behind him it's giving us middle school production vibes absolutely my lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that goes sailing. It's 
continue to pan back? And what are all sorts of things we start to see going on around Teddy? So we really understand the full scene escape and who's controlling what. So the full scene is there are cardboard waves. There's a cardboard island with a woman on it and palm trees. There's a cardboard boat. And there are kind of like paper cranes hanging off a stick and screens. Yeah, like birds yes. flying over the... Middle school production vibes. But all the kids, well, maybe not all of them, Jean is holding the stick with the uh, paper birds on on like fishing wire. Uh Linda is moving the waves as well as Tina. I'm not sure where Louise is. Gene is also holding in his other hand the island. Yes. And the boat is being held by Bob, kind of like on a long stick. Oh, I don't see Bob yet. He's oh, sorry, we haven't pulled out yet, but spoiler alert. Somewhere beyond the sea, she's there watching for me. Oh, there's Louise. If I could fly like birds on high. So Louise is also there. She's just very small. Very and short. And it pulls out, and we kind of get like the full stage. So they're actually on like a stage. Like the floor. We They see might the floor. be at Wagstaff, and they just decided to do this. Yeah. Yeah, so Louise is helping with the waves. And again, we see Bob with the stick. And the boat. With the boat on it. The whole family just, is committed. Yeah. And so is Teddy. Yeah, and it's a real stage. Like, mm-hmm. what's fun when you pull all the way back is you see the end of the waves. When it's close in, it looks picture perfect, like it's real. And mm-hmm. then you see all the, like, behind the scenes when it's all the way pulled back. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is something that actually happened, or Teddy is picturing putting on a production with the Belchers? I don't even Do care. Think... I love it so much. Okay. I want to believe that it's real. I want to believe that Teddy was like, I learned a lesson from you, Belchers. I put you through this, and now I want to turn my pain into art. And Tina was like, this is my mission in life. Highlights, lowlights. A highlight for me is just the satisfaction of the visual sophistication of this. It's really cool. All the layers. I agree. I think you could have done just Teddy kind of like singing this song on his boat or something and like real like or like in the in the ocean on the on a beach something like that. Yes. But to include all the Belchers helping him put on this production which is Kind of what they did for Teddy anyway in the oh, episode. They helped yeah, them like put a on a production theme. for Denise. Yeah. But now they're actively, they were like bamboozled into participating in that one. And this one, they're like really participating in a very supportive way. Yeah. And the song is a beautiful song. It's a classic. Especially paired with Teddy. Yes. I have said this before when Teddy has sung in the end credits. I would listen to a full album of Teddy covers. I would now listen to a full album of like, these kind of covers, like standards, like American song standards, oh. or like you know, or like crooners, yes, all Teddy, yes. I I, I hope eventually they will release an all Teddy covers album. I hope so too, because I would buy it and I, listen to it and enjoy it because Teddy's voice is pretty special. Another one of my favorite things about this is 
there's a surprise element to me in these credits. Sometimes you're like, yeah, that's expect that's what I expected the credits to be. And there can be something nice and familiar about that, but then sometimes something is so out of left field that it is beyond delightful. So when Beyond the Sea delightful. Beyond the Sea delightful. So when when we were watching this last night and I was like, yeah, okay, this isn't my favorite episode, but then it bam, cut to this. I was delighted. 10 points for delightfulness. Yeah, this might be one where I say that the end credits are better than the episode itself. That was my next question. Yeah, I think it is because I can just like watch these end credits. And again, I would watch the full song version of it. It's so sweet. The whole family, like even Louise is helping out, like they're all on board. Teddy is an honorary member of their family. I just, I, I really like these end credits. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. You can go first. Okay. I have no lowlights. I have no lowlights no. for these end credits, but they're not perfect for me. Okay. I am going to give them a 9 H's. I am going to give them a 10. Okay. Just the image of the whole family surrounding Teddy with the spotlight on him. The ingenuity of it. The surprise of it. Uh, yeah, it it's just really nice for me. I, I feel you. I love, again, like them all helping Teddy, and I love Teddy singing. And the only thing that, that's keeping me, now that we've had some tens and stuff like that, I always have these things. This is like where my standards are. Yeah. Or like where the pedestal is. And with like Clued, where's my Bob? And I love you so I much. Agree. It's scary. It just doesn't quite hit those for me. But but our average is a 9.5, and that feels right. I 100% agree, or I at least 9.5% agree. Aw, no, thank not, you. Yeah. Thanks. 95%? I don't know. Let's not do math <laughs> at the end of a podcast episode. Those are the end credits to see me now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Bob's credits all across the board. You can follow me personally on uh, twitter and instagram at oh hello it's max you can follow skylar on instagram at no crying and cooking you can follow biscuit at it's biscuits world on instagram and just biscuits world on twitter if you want pictures of biscuit anything else i think you've officially overwhelmed everybody yeah everyone's like i've clicked this off (laughs) anything else you want to say before we get out of here I love that you're always shocked that you have a sign-off every time we get to one. We just do it every week. I get so relaxed at the end because I'm like, oh, (laughs) okay, yeah. Um, Stacy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Okay, God. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.